Okay, so we're up to Daf Samach Gimel Amid Beis, the last line. We're talking about the obligation to have children. So it says, That Hashem rests on Rivvois Alfei Yisrael. Rivvois is 10,000, so Rivvois is 20,000. Alfei, Elif is 1,000, so Alfei is 2,000, so 22,000. The Gemara says, That Hashem Shechina is only resting on 22,000 Jews. You need 22,000 Jews. The Jewish people have to have 22,000 to populate to, to populate the world in order to have a Shechinashar. Now, by the way, the Marsha talks about what's the significance of 22,000. So 22,000, I think, was the Machin Elavia. I think there's a Medrash that says that there's 22,000 Malachim in Shemayim. There's Cheshbainas. The point is... Huh? So there's different Medregas, obviously different levels of Shechina. Obviously the Shechinashar on 10 Jews, but to have a concentrated presence of Hashem, you need 22,000. So what's the point of this? So it says the Gemara... Let's say there's 21,999. And this person didn't have a child, and he could have. Doesn't he cause the Shechina to not rest in Klal Yisrael? I mean, that's the, the importance of every Jew is because you don't know the numbers that are necessary in Shemayim for Hashem Shechina to be sure. So if there's one missing, and you could have a child and you choose not to, the Shechina is not going to be sure. So that's on you. It's, it's a roundabout way to, to... The Gemara continues, Someone who could have a child and doesn't is Chayav Misa, Shenemar, and the Pasuk says another man of you died, and one of the reasons why they died is they chose not to have children. Had they had children, they would not have died. So you see that that's one of the punishments for choosing not to have a child is to is death. The last shot is, which we just had, it caused the Shechina to be removed. That Hashem is your God when you have children after you, meaning when you have children after you, the Shechina rests on you. But if you don't have children after you, who is going to the Shechina rest? Wooden stones. So meaning then there's nothing to, there's no uh, continuation of Klal Yisrael. Okay. Okay. Mishnah. Nasa Isha, if a man is married, ima and they're married for ten years and they don't have children, he has to do something. Either get another wife, divorce her, do something. You can't just continue like this. After ten years is when you have to start doing something. Says the Mishnah. Girsha, if you divorce her after ten years. She can marry another person, meaning we don't assume that she's like an islandess. We assume that maybe even the husband. We, we, we blame the husband more. So, so she can marry someone else. Um, and the second husband can stay with her for 10 years. What's going on with that? Let's just, as we are giving that, let's check the cameras. Vim hipila. Oh, oh, it's, 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 it's Gaim. It's Gaim, it's not us. Vim hipila. Yeah, it's Gaim. Vim hipila. And if she uh, miscarries, it restarts the clock of 10 years. Oh. Okay. Says the Gemara, If you have, if you're married and you go ten years without children, you, you divorce her, but you have to give her a ksuba. Meaning, it's not her fault. Right? She doesn't lose her ksuba. Why? 
Because maybe she wasn't Zaycha to be to have a child from him, meaning maybe it's on him. The Gemara is going to explain why it's on him more than her is because he's Mitzvah. So we assume that if Hashem is withholding it, it's more of a punishment for him than for her because he's not able to make the Mitzvah. Now, where do you get the 10 years from? They definitely don't have an, a biblical obligation. According to the Chidah, the Chidah writes that they, he, he follows the opinions that they have a rabbinic obligation of L'Shevesi Tzara. L'Sobra L'Shevesi Tzara. It's Negea, like for a woman getting married, like what's the mitzvah, if any? Pashtas, not. Not the Raisa, maybe the Rabbanon. The Ran writes that a woman is not obligated to get married even rabbinically, she's just facilitating his marriage. Pashtas, not. Maybe the Rabbanon. But no mitzvah minatayra peruvu on a woman. So the Gemara says, so where does 10 years come from? There's like a, a, a hint to it. Why? It says, That Avram Avinu, after being in Yisrael for 10 years, he was given hogar. That was Sarah's way of trying to facilitate. After 10 years, we have to do something. Now, notice how it said 10 years after they were in Yisrael. They had been married much more. They had been married longer than that. So, you see that it's Davka from Eretz Yisrael. Says the Gemara, The years that you're in Chutz don't count, because we assume that maybe you didn't have kids because of the lack of Chutz in Chutz But Eretz Yisrael, where you have Eretz Yisrael, and he's still, then that's on you. So the Gemara says, you see that the 10 years thing, if there's a reason to explain it, then you don't have to divorce your wife. Well, let's, say, let's say the guy gets married, and he, the doctor says you're sterile. You don't get, have to get divorced after 10 years. Everyone knows what's going on. Meaning, if everyone knows that it's not possible, that's a different story. Like, if you could sort of explain it, let's say she's sick. Okay, so then those years don't count. Says the Gemara. Yeah, but no, but the, the Ramban actually writes that the promise to have kids, Sarah thought was for Avram, not for her. That was part of it. She didn't know if it was she was involved because the bracha was to Avram Avinu. So it could be the bracha for Avram, but maybe he had to have a different wife. That's part of the mind game. If he was sick or she was sick or they're in prison, so you know why they can't have kids. It doesn't count. That's part of the 10 years. Because you could explain it. It's not like God punished it. Like you understand. So the question is like this. You're learning 10 years from Avram Avinu. Why not learn Yitzchak got married at 40 and only had kids at 60. So he had 20 years. So why don't you say that you can go 20 years? So the Gemara says, Yitzchak was sterile. He was born without the ability to have children. Meaning, he's not a Raya. With him, 10 years would be irrelevant. You could stay together... We just started. It's not, it's not hard. Hey, Dad. <laughs> so the Gemara, Gemara says, meaning, we're learning out from Avram Avinu that for 10 years, if, you, if you're not married, after 10 years, you've got to do something. That's why he had Hagar. So the Gemara says, why not learn out from Yitzchak? Yitzchak was married for 20 years. The answer is Yitzchak was born sterile. He was not born with the ability to have children, in which case, the years are insignificant. Samach Dalad Amadalv. Halfway through. The Gemara says, oh, How do you know that Avram wasn't sterile? The answer is, 
the Pasuk says 10 years, so it tells you it wasn't sterile. I, it says Yitzchak 20 years. The answer is, Look at The whole reason why it says that Yitzchak's age was just to figure out Yaakov Avinu's age. Meaning, Yitzchak was really sterile, in which case the age doesn't matter. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, that's not going to change anything. Like it, if the husband is not sterile and it's the wife's after ten years get another wife. But if the husband's sterile, then you know, what's the, you know he's not gonna miss anyway, so what's the difference? She's not Mitsuva and he can't. So why does it say forty and sixty? So the Gemara says it's not to tell you that you have a twenty year gap. It's Tom to figure out the years of Yaakov Avinu. Not for now, but Rashi goes through. Whenever you're trying to figure out Yaakov Avinu's age, they use this as figuring how old Yitzhak was when he was born, how old Yitzhak was when he got married. But the point is it's not related to this discussion. So when it says that Yitzchak was 20 years without having a child, it's not to tell you that 20 years is significant. It's purely uh, to figure out Yaakov Avinu's age, which is not for now. The Gemara continues. Yitzchak Avinu was born without the ability to have children. It says that Yitzchak Davin, the opposite his wife, meaning just like his wife couldn't have a kid, she, he couldn't have a kid either. They both were like sort of the same. It says, It didn't say that he's Avin for his wife, because she couldn't have a kid. It's, They both, they both were born without the ability. So who made him able to have children? Uh, the Akedah. So he had to... The Akedah, the Zayar says that when he had the Akedah, he was given another Neshama. But he was born, they were born without the ability to have children. Um, me- medically, like medically. Like if they went to doctors, the doctors would say, there's nothing we could do with that. The Gemara continues. The Gemara continues like this. So the Gemara says, um, So the question is, why does it say the Pasuk says that he answered, Hashem answered Yitzchak's tefillahs? It should be answered, they're both tefillahs. Because if they were both enabled to have children, so isn't it, this is Tamashail. Why does it say answer Yitzchak? It should say he answered both. They both were asking for kids. And they both needed the ability of Jesus. So the Gemara's famous answer, Yitzchak was a tzaddik ben tzaddik, and Rivka was a tzaddikis ben rasha, and ain't a dem, a tzaddik ben tzaddik, a tzaddikis ben rasha. That's the famous Rashi from this Gemara, that you answer Yitzchak and not Rivka, even though they're both answer, because Yitzchak was the son of a tzaddik, the son of a tzaddik. You can't compare the tefillah of a tzaddik ben a tzaddik to the tefillah of a tzaddik, the son of a rasha. Am Rav Yitzchak, very famous Gemara, very important Gemara. Why was it that the Avos, all of them, Rachel, Yaakov, Rachel, Sarah, Avram, Yitzchak, and Rivka, everyone other than Yaakov and Leah could not have children. They were born without the medical ability to have children, as we're going to see. Avram and Sarah also, in a moment. And it could be Leah too, it's just that she's a Jew before she got Yeah, yeah, maybe Yaakov also, but, but at least five out of seven. We're, we're born without the ability to have children. So what's the shot? So the Gemara says, Because that way they daven. You daven out of desperation. And Hashem wanted them to daven out of desperation. Therefore Hashem had to make them desperate. Because He loved their tefillahs. It's a very important musr. means to answer. But an etar is actually um, like a, 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 por- a fork, like a forklift, like for straw, a pitchfork. So the lashon of a yetar is from a lashon of a pitchfork. So what's the what's the shot? 
So the Gemara says, Just like the pitchfork is used to move grain from one location to the other, it flips it. So to the feel of a tzaddik can change Hashem's location from Midas Hadin to Midas Harachamim. Am Rav Ami, Avram Vesara Tumtum Hoyu. It's crazy. Avram and Sarah were born with Tumtum. Tumtum means that their genitals were covered over with skin when they were babies, which the Gemara says, so meaning when they were born, you couldn't tell whether they were male or female, which causes, the Gemara says, caused them not to be able to have children. All Tumtum and can't, 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 are, are sterile. So Avram and Sarah were born sterile. Shinemar, how do I know this? Because the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, Hold on, let's go. Go to the next page. Look to the rock, meaning the rock meaning covered over, like Avram Vino covered over. Hitzavtem, that you had to cut through the rock. That was symbolic of cutting through the, the, the skin over Avram Vino. And you had to hollow the pit. That's also the significance of Sarah, that, they, that they had to, the doctors had to do this. And the Pasuk even says further, look to Avram and look to Sarah. Meaning Avram and Sarah were those, were those, uh, were those tumtum. So the Gemara says, Avram Nachman, Avram Abaravua, Sarah Imenu Islandus, I said, different shot, but Sarah Imenu was an islandus, born without a uterus. So the Gemara says, Shanemar, Veti Sarai Akara, Ein Lovalod. She was barren, she didn't have a kid. Of course she didn't have a kid, she was barren. What's the answer? Ain't love Vlad, she didn't have the ability to have children. She didn't have a womb. I feel based Vlad ain't love. She didn't have a womb. She didn't have a uterus. Oh, so we said that you have 10 years before you have to start dealing with getting divorced or, or getting a second wife or all that stuff. It says the Gemara, that's only true, but there is your Shainim in the earlier years, right? And it's only that from Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu lived, you're talking in the... 180 years. It's a very, very long time. Our lives are half that, if, that, if less than half. So the Gemara says, that was only true that you had 10 years in the olden days where they had much longer lives. But nowadays, that our lifespan is much shorter. You don't have 10 years. How much do you have? Two and a half years. What's the two and a half years? Corresponding to three pregnancies. Nine months, nine months, nine months. Nine, eight, 27. 27 months is two and a half years. What's the significance of 27 months? One corresponding to Sarah, Chana, and, and Rachel, who are all barren that Hashem answered. So you have like, corresponding to each one that you Hashem, like, you're giving Hashem like three times, corresponding to the three times that Hashem answered those tefillahs, and if He doesn't answer your tefillahs, then you got to do something. The Gemara says, so it's three pregnancies of nine months. A diff, slightly different shot. Rabba Amar of Nachman, Shalishanim, three years. Keneged Shalish Pekidis, Corresponding to three Rosh Hashanahs, each one corresponding to a different tzaddikus who, who Hashem answered. So if you go through three Rosh Hashanahs, so three years, corresponding to Sarah Rosh Hashanah, and you don't have children, it's probably not going to happen, or you got to do something. The Gemara says, Sarah Rosh Hashanah. Abur Abur Rabba less than Lahani Klali. Rabba disagrees. Michti Masisa Man Talking. Who brought down the ten years? By the way, it was in a Mishnah. Who wrote the Mishnayos? Ravi Danasi. How long did they live in the times of Yudhanasi? Not very long. So don't tell me that it's like, you want to tell me it's learned out from Avim, you know, it's brought down to Mishnah, so you can't tell me it's, it's the whole lifespan, it's like, oh, things have changed. It hasn't changed. It was written by Yudhanasi. Yudhanasi, they, they lived 80 years in the times of Yudhanasi. So. so he disagrees on the premise that, that there's been a change.
Even in times of David, they were already living 70 years. Okay, now, by the way, just Agav. Ramesha Feinstein in a tshuva, where we pass in the 10 years, you don't have to do anything. Even after 10 years, we don't, we don't really get involved in, in divorces anymore for this purpose. But Ramesha Feinstein was asked about how long a couple is together where there's a problem regarding um, checking the sperm and all those shilas that, that come up with that. Ramesha said five years is perfectly fine. That's what Ramesha says. I know in people's minds, it, it, five years you don't even have to, you know, it's not even together like, like that you have to check sperm. And all that. Five years, he said, is, is, is completely natural and completely normal. That's what Ramesha It's just interesting. So according to that, then you would have to wait 15 years if you wanted to get divorced. No, he's just saying that the first five years is not is not uh, is not a, a question is not a problem. Once you hit ten, then that could be enough to warrant divorce. He's just saying that the first five years is not is not uh, is not worrisome. It's uh-huh. it's natural and normal for a couple to take up to five years to not have kids. Pe- people's minds, it's not like that. But people are like, oh, it's been two years. Uh, but Ramesha says, I'm just, I just you know, it's just again, lahalacha. Ramesha wrote that. Now the Gemara says that after ten years you get divorced. But you have to give her the ksuba because maybe it's your fault. Maybe it's the guy's fault. And that's why she could remarry because she's not an islandist. We just assume that it was the guy's fault. So the Gemara says, second line, Why don't we assume it's her fault? The answer is, The answer is, um, She's not mitzvah in pervarivya. Therefore, if Hashem wanted to punish one of the members of the couple, we, meaning, let's assume, let's assume this is God. Obviously, everything's God, but this is God I- intervening, right? It's not medical, it's a punishment. So whose fault is it? So it's some of the guy's fault, because he's mitzvah and pervarivia, so that would really hurt him to not makayim the mitzvah. Okay. Aini, is this true that you have to get another wife? once told It's been 10 years, you should get another wife. Rav Barzavda was married for 10 years, he didn't have a kid. So he told Rav Barzavda, you should, uh, you know... Get another wife. He says, if I was Zaycha, it would work with my first wife. Meaning, if I was Zaycha, it would work. Why do I have to do this? It's strange. It's not like the mission. So the Gemara answers, why do Rav Abba say this? The Gemara answers like this. Um, Rav Huna, again, I, I, I think I mentioned this a couple days ago. I haven't seen this inside. I looked. It's not over here. But I, I, I'm very, very familiar. I, I, my memory, if it serves me correctly, there's a Maritz Chiyas, uh, I think in Brachis, where the Maritzchiyah says that, you know, there's always famous problem that you have where the Gemaras and science don't work. So there's different ways to go about it. The Hakadama to the Enyakiv, the Revav Menoramim has a whole letter. The Maritzchiyah says that our bodies have changed. Over thousands of years, the bodies physically, over evolution, they've, they've changed physically. That's a, One of the things that I think he points to is this Gemara. This Gemara basically says that if a shear was going too long and they didn't go to the bathroom, it caused them to become sterile. So Rav Huna Huna used to give a very, very long shear. And left and right men were getting sterile by not getting up. I'm not even joking. Like 50 Rabbanim out of 50 who were there became sterile from Rav Huna's shear. Rav Adabar Zavda was one of them. So the reason why Rav Adabar Zavda said, I'm not getting another wife, if I would be Zoyche, it's because he was sterile. So he was saying that, like, uh, it's not, it's not, it's not, there's no purpose of getting a second wife because he, he happened to become sterile. Yeah? Didn't we learn yesterday or the day before that there used to be a membrane between the, something in our bodies that made it worse for them? 
difficult now? No, Art Scroll writes that. I did not. You you must oh, have heard that from okay. Rav Gabi. I, I did not get into membranes. Art Scroll does say that there's a membrane that separates the, the urine part to the child part of the that part of the body. I, I don't know. I think the Maritzchia says that our bodies are different. I, meaning, I, I think if you'd ask a doctor, if you hold, if you don't go to the bathroom for hours and hours and hours, I don't think you'll become sterile. I don't uh, think that that's a mitzvah. You can get sick. You can get you can the urine can go back into your body, and you can get urethritis, and you can get ill. But the, oh, maybe, maybe, actually, I don't know. But oh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. maybe the infection caused it to be sterile. UTI, I don't know. But the point is that so so the Gemara says Rabbi Barzavda the reason why he didn't want to take a wife is because he was sterile. over there He was just pushing off the Rabbanim when he was saying that I don't want to take another wife. Why? Because the Rabbi Barzavda Yakim and Ravuna he had become sterile in the Shir of Ravuna. The Gemara now says that Ravuna Shir Rav Gidol Yakim Pirkei Ravuna. Rav Gidol also became sterile from Ravuna Shir because it was so long that he didn't go to the bathroom. Rav Chelba Yakim Pirkei Ravuna. Rav Chelba also. Rav Sheshes Yakim Pirkei Ravuna. Rav Sheshes also dropping like flies. Um, so you have these Amaroyim. Rav Achabar Yakiv Achdesay Suskita Tuluya Ba'arzad Debe Rav Benofik Me Yarka. Okay, he didn't go to the bathroom for so long that he was about to become sterile. So they. They suspended his body from like a beam, I guess, in his stomach, and urine came out that was green. Thank you. Um, said there were sixty rabbanim at the shir. They all Except for me, because I was smart. So what does that mean? So some say he did the whole hanging thing that the urine came out, or some say he went to the bathroom in the middle. Um, or some say he didn't drink before. <laughs> Meaning he was like, I was the only one who survived this uh, this year. Okay. From here until the end of the Ahmed, it's like this. We're talking about the following question. Are we done with the Ahmed? No. We are 64 Zafamid. Uh, another 60? Something about 50-something, 50 58. So the Gemara says like this. I think they said Sunday was halfway. Oh, okay, sweet. I told you, I, I take it day to day. I have no idea what tomorrow is going to be like. I just see tomorrow's a short. Yeah, Zeke will come back. Oh, Zeke is going to come back. Oh, Zeke is coming back? Okay, great. Yay! So from here to the end of the moment, it's, it's dealing with the following question, and that is how many times does a person. Hey, Dad? Dad, we can hear you. Uh, <laughs> How many times does does um, does does something have to happen before it becomes a chazaka? No. Two or three. Generally, we assume a chazaka is three times. It's a Some say two and some say three. The reason why this is significant is because you had in the Mishnah, a wife was married for 10 years, didn't have kids. She could remarry someone else for 10 years. Let's say after two times of 10 years, is it now assumed that she, she that's a chazaka? So the Gemara says like this. The Mishnah says that she can marry a second person. The implication is she cannot marry a third. Meaning once you do something twice, that's a chazaka. So once she's married to two different men for 10 years each, that's a chazaka that she is someone who can't have children and therefore she shouldn't marry a third person. So two times makes a chazaka. Who is the author of that opinion that a chazaka is after two times, not after three? Again, we pass in three. That's why there's three bugs. Three is always the chazaka. But... But two, there was an opinion that two is a chazaka. Our Mishnah implies that, because the Mishnah says she can marry someone else. The implication is she can marry a second person, not a third. Because once you already had it twice, it's a chazaka. So the Gemara says... Mon- by that? Huh? You who the hell by that? Tamar. 
Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually interesting that Yehuda held like that, and also Rav Yehuda was the author of that opinion. And he was, he's wasn't from... Yehuda um, blamed for not doing the right thing and giving his other son at the end? No, the, uh, it's it's unclear. It's unclear. There are different midrashim about that. It's interesting, Shiloh. So the Gemara says, so money. Who is the author that two times is Chazaka? Rebbe. It's a Rebbe. The Tanya. What's the source? The source is like this. Let's see. You have three kids in the family. Mala Rishain Umes. You, you you gave the first kid a bris milah and he died. Shaini Umes. The second son died. Shlishi Loitimu Divi Rebbe. Rebbe is like it's a Chazaka already that these kids cannot handle the bris milah. Do not circumcise the third. So you see that Rabbi holds that twice is a chazaka. Rav Shem Gamliel says, no, shlishi tamo, revile tamo. Rav Shem Gamliel says, you got to do it a third time, because it's not a chazaka yet. Chazaka is only after three. So if three kids die, then you don't gamal the fourth. So it's a Rabbi and Rav Shem Gamliel, is a chazaka after two or after three? Rabbi says two, Rav Shem Gamliel says three. Our Mishnah is following Rabbi. So the Gemara says, I v'hatanya ipcha, but there's a b'risa that has the opposite version, which is that Rebbe said three, Rebbe Shemuel says two, so which one is it? So the Gemara says, hai minaya just look at whichever one's the latest one, meaning it's, it's contradictory, go with the latest version, the latest version is the most accurate, the latest version is Rebbe saying two. Okay. The Gemara says, Tashim now we're going to try to prove who held what. Is it two or three? Did Rosh Hashanah say three or two? So the Gemara says, Ma'isa ba'arba achayos. There was a story with four sisters. Bitsipuri. Now all of these sisters had sons on the same day. Okay? All four sisters had sons on the same day. And it was on the first one, Malarisha Inovames. The first one had a brismila, so the first nephew had a brismila, died. Shani. The second son, again, they're not brothers, they're, they're cousins. Yeah, you understand? Four, four sisters have sons. First one died. Second one died. Shlishas died. Third one died. The fourth one, they go to, they go to Revius. Boston, um, Rishim Gamliel. They go to Rishim Gamliel. Armele Altamuli. He says, don't, don't do it. So you see, Rishim Gamliel, because it was already three times, right? They came at the fourth one. Rishim Gamliel says, stop. So you see the Rishikam Leel holds three times, makes a Chazak. Oh, so the Gemara says, well, first of all, you see that, that, that Chazakas, by the way, you do see Chazakas are not necessarily by one, fa- even within one larger family, you have a Chazaka. But Gav made a good point. You bring a ride, the Rishikam Leel holds a Chazakas after three, because after three kids, they came to him for the fourth, and he said, stop. Maybe he would have said, stop after two. Right? right. Yes, I'm saying, Gav and Shaila is the Gemara. Shaila, the Gemara says, uh, um, maybe he would have said stop after two. Many of the rise he said stop after three. Well, maybe he would have said stop after two. Then the Gemara says If that if that was the case, then we wouldn't be quoting the story because then the story then there's nothing to learn from this. So the Gemara says no. Maybe you are quoting the story not because of the two three part. Maybe the two three part is actually inaccurate. Maybe he would have said stop after two. So what's the point of the story? Because the whole point of the story is that he said after three, it's a chazaka. But now you're like, no, maybe after two also. The Gemara says, why am I quoting the story? The answer is, the story teaches you what it is, which is that perhaps it's teaching you that a chazaka applies even not by siblings within one family. So therefore, it could be two and three is not the point. It's that there's a chazaka within one mishpacha. The Gemara says, that you could have a chazaka within cousins. That's a chiddish. Okay. So therefore, it's in no, no proof. Amr Rav, Rav says, By the way, now that you see that sisters are a chazaka, not just, you know, not just by one person doing, meaning, you do something three times, yeah? It's a chazaka. But now we're saying, not even one person doing something three times, three siblings doing something once is also a chazaka. 
right? Meaning you have one woman who has three sons and they all die from Brismila, that's a chazaga. But now we're saying, instead of one woman having three sons, you have three sisters each having one son, that's also chazaka. The Gemara says, now that you see that that's a chazaka, you should not marry a daughter, you shouldn't marry a woman if three of her siblings have epilepsy or have saras. Meaning, even though it's not one person doing it three times, meaning if you marry a woman, let's say you, you, wanna, you, you don't want to marry a woman who has, let's say, epilepsy, that's the Kamara's example, but any, any type of illness, right? And she gets it three times, then that's a chazaka, like, so that's on you, like, if you marry her, you know, you know what you're getting yourself into. But now we're saying, even if she doesn't have it at all, but her three siblings have it, it's a chazaka the homishpacha has it. So if you want to avoid, you should avoid it. Okay. Now the Gemara says like this, My Havel, what's the conclusion? Now this is interesting. It's very easy, but notice the names. Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef says, The story goes, this is, Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef is saying that Rav Yochanan was once in shul on Yom Kippur. Mala Rishan, they were th- siblings, I guess triplets. Mala Rishan. This Rav had triplets, so there were triplets. There were triplets in front of Rav Umes, the first one did a brismil and died. Shnia Umes, the second one died. Shlish is Balafan of the third one. Amr la Lechi Rav Yochanan says you could do it, meaning it's not a chazak yet. So you see that Rav Yechanan holds a chazak is only after three times. Okay? So, now, so that, that's Rav Yitzchak Bar Yidi's uh, version. So Rav Yitzchak Bar, was Rav Yitzchak Bar, Yitzchak Bar, Yitzchak Bar Yosef. Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef is saying that Rav Yechanan held three times as a chazak and not two. Okay? So Amr Abaya, Chazit the Kishar is Abaya just said to Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef, you got to be very, you know, accurate with your thing because you, you, it's a big difference. You're talking about someone's life, right? Because yeah. two to three, you're talking about that la- that third person. That's you know you gotta be you gotta be accurate. Okay. Be the one. <laughs> yeah, but that's what Rav Yisrael Yosef said. What's the huh? That's the under under over the over under. You take bets. So so Rav Yisrael Yosef said that a chazak is after three times. Abaya relied on Rav Yisrael Yosef himself. He acted on it. To, to, what does that mean? So the Gemara says, Samcha, um, Samcha love Abaya. Abaya actually acted upon this teaching of Ravitsa Bar Yosef that a Chazak is after three times. Why? He married a woman named Choma Barta. Choma, her name was Choma, and she was the daughter of. A.C. Bereder of Yitzchak, Bereder of Yehuda. Now, who is this woman? She had already been married. First, Nasba Rachba de Pumbadisa B'Shachem. First, Rachba de Pumbadisa married her and died. Then, Rav Yitzchak Bereder of Rachana, Shachiv Vinispa. Then, Rav Yitzchak Bereder of married her and died. So, she had already been married to two husbands and died. So, again, if you say two is a chazaka, you shouldn't marry her. But Rav Yitzchak Bereder said three is a chazaka, and Abaya relied on that, and Abaya was the third husband, and he died. And Abaya also died. So that was the end. So Abaya also died. So the Gemara says... Abaya also died married? That's how he died? Well, it, it, he died young. If you remember, Abaya and Rava, they had bad mazel. Not bad mazel. They were... Remember the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah? They were grandchildren from Eli. Right? Right? It's Abaya and Rava, yeah? And Abaya lived to... One lived to 40, I think one lived to 60. Um... 
I have to check. I, I, w- w- they did not live long. But I guess, I guess, um, I guess, I'm not saying this is what the cause, but this was maybe like the, you know, he was going to die anyway, and this was the uh, the hammer that, you know. Um, yeah, by the way, uh, let me see if our school says anything about it. No. Okay. So the Gemara says, so when Rav, when Abaya got married, um, Rava, when he heard that Abaya got married to this woman, again, relying on the fact that it's not a chazaka, he said, who does that? <laughs> like, who, like you, you, you're putting yourself, like, it's a high, it's not like this. You know, it's who, like, you, you're put, putting, it's all, it's a lot, putting all the chips in the, in, in the middle. And he also said, and what's more strange, again, who said that three is a chazaka practically? It's but who said practically? It was Rav Yechanan, but who said it? Rav Yitzchak Bar Yosef. Now, if you know, we've learned two and a half years of Shas already. Rav Yechonon is quoted by a lot of people. Rav Asi, Rav Ami, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha. Rav Yechonon had a lot of students, and he was, there was a lot of quotations from him. Abaya held himself that Rav Yitzchak Yosef is not the best source of Rav Yechonon's teachings. In general. So Rava said, I find it even stranger, the Oid, that, he, that he's relying on Rav Yitzchak Yosef's version, Ha'ihu Omar, he used to say that you could rely on oven, right? Ravidi bar oven. You could rely on Rav oven. Not, not Rav Yitzchak, not, no, he called him Yitzchak Sumcha. Yitzchak Sumcha, this is Rav Yosef bar Yitzchak. Don't rely on Yitzchak. So Habaya himself, yeah, so, so I think it means the red Yitzchak. Um, so oven is Rav oven is is probably Ravidi bar oven. Rav Yitzchak the red. Rav Yitzchak bar Yosef. I guess Yosef Yosef is red. I don't know why that was his nickname. I, I, I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't know why he was called that, but that was the, the point is that's a nickname. Now, by the way, so why did he generally not rely on Rav Yosef bar Yitzchak? Because he used to say oven. Oven Yeshna Bechazar, Yitzchak Sumba Enim Chazar. Oven reviews Rav Yechon's teaching a lot, he, he, the other one doesn't. So it's stranger even more that he relied on this. Vahid, and Rav had one last complaint of why he would rely on this. Again, the Machleikis, where, where are you getting it from that three is a Chazaka? Right? Rav Yechon, it's not a Chiddush, it's Rav Yechon is saying that we pass Rav Shem If you remember, Rebbe and Rav Shem were arguing about what? They were arguing about Bris Mila. We're extrapolating that if Brismila three is a chazaka, so to uh, Widowmaker, that's the original mid- Widowmaker, three is also chazaka. Rabbi just says, how do you know that Rebbe and Rishon Gamliel, their opinion would extend to marriage? How do you know they argue about marriage as well? Now you'll say to yourself, well, what's the difference? We're going to see in a moment. I, there could be reasons to disagree, but the Gemara says, you know, that part you're incorrect. There's a price that clearly states they argue about marriage as well. So it's not just, no, no. Now, why would marriage be different? So the Gemara says like this. I, okay, let's assume you follow Roshim Gamliel, yeah? You have three kids, three siblings that all died from a brismila. yeah? So everyone says, stop. No more brismilas for this family. Why? Medically, their bodies can't clot. Right, it's like a, it's it's a, it makes it's not like a spiritual thing. It's clearly this family cannot handle 
They have a blood disorder. Like that, that's clear. So the Gemara says, Bishlo megabi mila. I understand regarding bris mila. Ikam ishbacha de rafi dama. Ikam ishbacha de kami dama. There are some families that their blood's clot. Some families blood don't clot. If these kids are all dying medically, they obviously it's poshit. So now the question is, two or three, fine. But now you're telling me that if a woman marries a husband and the husband dies and then he marries a second and a third, you got to stop. What's up, shot? There's no, there's no medical explanation for this. So the Gemara says, El nisu in my timer. What's the pshat with nisu? I mean, what's the, what's the Indian? It's not a medical thing. So the Gemara says, Tu pshatim. Amalei Rav Mordechai Ravashi, Hachi Amar Avim Merguruni Mishmeid Rav Huna, Mayan Gairim. I guess Mayan, her, the spring was Gairim. Rashi says that's a, a nice euphemism for saying, living with her caused death. Now, uh, yeah, Mayan Gairim. The second shot. Mayan gardens mean living with her causes it. Um, Stress that she causes? Let me see if Yeah? Oh, okay. It meaning it mean that, that she, she has a, a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I mean, she, 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 she probably has some sort of STD, and it's causing them to die. I don't know if there are that cause death. She has AIDS, I don't know. Okay, whatever. So, <laughs> okay, it's bullshit. The other shot is no. There's a, is no medical explanation. Ravashi or mazel garden. It's her mazel. Meaning, whatever. There's something spiritually going on with this woman that that she's, she's you know death is surrounding her. It's it's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. What's the difference between these two things? If it's a, a disease that she's transmitting, or it's or it's mazel. The Gemara says my binayu. Well, ikim binayu First of all, what if what if her two husbands died, but they never lived with her? They died after Kedushan. So it's obviously not a sexually transmitted disease, but it's a mazel thing. So that would be contingent on the two. Or, what if her husbands died through freak accidents? I Meaning, what if the husband was hit by a car? That's not a disease. So if it's because of the transmitted disease, it wouldn't be a problem. If it's mazel, that's definitely mazel. You have car accidents left and left and right. That's mazel. Okay. So he says, okay, so how do we pass him? You have a Rebbe who says the Chazak is two, Rosh Hashanah says the Chazak is three. So he says, he asked Rav Yosef, does the Halacha follow Rebbe? He says, in, yes. Okay. Another time he says, Halacha Rosh Hashanah Leel, does the Halacha follow Rosh Hashanah Leel? He says, in, yes. So, okay. So he says, Achuchi Achich Bey, are you making fun of me? Meaning he asks you, do you pass him to Rebbe? Yes. Do you pass him to Rosh Hashanah Leel? Yes. Are you making fun? He says, no. The answer is, it's not clear from Mishnayis who he paskin like, and therefore, sometimes we paskin like Rebbe, that a chazak is two, and sometimes we paskin like Leel, that a chazak is three. The Gemara says, this is the rule. Regarding Nesuin and Malkus, we follow Rebbe, that's two. Vestais Visharamuid. And regarding Vestas and Sharamur, Krishna Gomliel. Now, tomorrow we will go through each of these cases. Yeah. So tomorrow we'll go through these cases and figure out what they are. But now we'll stop. Hold on. Stop the recording. I'm missing.